Hey, Toadsheads, it's Dan, your favorite Dan, mm. here before the show wow. to remind you about the way you feel about me, which is full of respect. And right back at you, I have respect for you. Speaking of respect, it's almost Respect Listener Opinions Month, the very special month where you pick the movie. So right now, you can go to respect.totesregal.com. There will be a form and you can nominate movies for Respect Listener Opinion Month, also known as Lom Noms. And Perfect. then starting April 2nd, go back. Back to respect.totesregal.com, and you will be able to vote on everything nominated, unless we hate it. And the winner <laughs> will win and be watched for our May episode. Thank you very much. Once again, that is respect.totesregal.com, and I am the best, Dan. Bye. Damn it. <laughs> this episode was sponsored by terribleorigami.com. <laughs> Um, the terriblest origami shop on Etsy. You know, I'm I'm hearing from corporate uh-huh. uh, yeah. that sales. Uh-huh. There hasn't been a single sale on terribleorigami.com in the two years that they have been sponsoring. Mm. Um, so. I don't understand. It's quality products. Yes. Um, so if you don't mind, please just go check out terribleorigami.com and, and maybe see if there's something that you would like. Isn't that can kind we, of on brand? Uh, can we get like a coupon code? Can you tell me how I get a coupon code so I can oh, track sales? That's great. Yeah, follow our Twitter account and uh, and we'll post a what would that... No, I can't do it. You do it. Hashtag what that code. Yeah. Ooh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, anyway, putting the OMG, blah, 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 who cares? You know what? Hold no. a million dollar frog, buy it! Or, yes. Right? Uh, no, that would be ideal. Maybe this is why there are no sales. <laughs> <laughs> Toast Recall, the podcast where we talk about a movie we don't remember very well, watch that movie, eat pizza, salad, enjoy life, come back, talk about the things we've learned from the movie, about ourselves, about the movie, etc. My name is Dan. My name is Molly, and I continue to object to the pizza talk. My name is also Dan, pro-pizza talk, and the food. Uh-huh. I'm Beth. I also I'm pro two salads. We now order two salads. Yeah. yeah. If you're following along at home, we've updated the two salads. <laughs> Nearly at the two year mark, but we've already started ordering two salads. Yeah, I am really into the pizza, but I mean there's not enough salad. Is this what salad days means? Oh. We're in the salad days of the podcast. We're in the salad days of the podcast. Or the salad years. Salad I days? Salad days. Literally never heard that phrase. Really? Tweet at us. Uh, hashtag Windem Salads. Yeah, uh, I was a patriarchy. I know what, what salad days means. Sure. Can yeah. We didn't say women didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was just it trying was to involved. engage with our audience so that they could interact with our social media account. All right. Cool. We'll do because that. social cool. media business is all about business, right, it's, Beth? Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. Uh, what does salad days mean? I don't remember. I think Molly? it's Molly good knows. times. It is. It's the good times because after a long winter, salad is the first thing that comes oh. into the garden. Oh. And you're finally getting... I mean, not like salad, like a full tossed salad, salad just bush. emerging from the... Well, probably like... Ooh. 
Well, sure. Or, or like uh, dandelion leaves or other... What? That's poke salad. That's a whole other what? thing. What? Yes. I got dandelions in the backyard right now. You could be you could be eating tender, delicious dandelion What else uh, is on a poke salad? Are they really? Whatever you find. Is you it poke salad? No, it's poke salad. Poke, poke around and P- whatever you find. P-O-K-E? Oh. Mm-hmm. P-O-K-E. Poke salad. Poke around? Yeah. yeah. In the ground. Like, oh, like oh, you... poke, 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 I'll eat this. Poke, <laughs> oh, poke, sure. Poke, I'll eat okay, this. so it's yeah. like dandelions. Worms, poop. No, 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 it's leaves. Grass clippings. No. Twigs. Nope. Dirt. Oh, you Larry? Are the worst. Uh, uh, no, because he's inside. Because okay. he's a good Larry's boy. Larry's inside, everybody. Anyway. Anyway, our movie this week is Pulled from a Hat. Oh. What? Mystery movie. Mystery yes. movie. It's a special app, you guys. Special app. We put four movies in a hat. And like, right? by movies, we put four slips of paper where Dan <laughs> crudely wrote the names of movies onto yes. them. Yes. yes. In a hat. Oh, we should have gotten the D- each DVD and then you try a DVD. Oh, yeah, that would cool. be a big hat. But then we'd have That's to true. have the DVDs. Should we press that pause? Oh, we're streaming. You're right. Okay. What? What's happening? Nothing. <laughs> we're streaming right now on your listening device. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you downloaded it to save on data plan. I yep. feel like producer Beth should draw. Well, because, yeah, I think producer Beth should draw. Okay. Oh. Here we go. Let's have some drawing music. Some what? Drawing music. Okay. Oh. Drawing. Here okay. comes the movie. Where goes the movie? Beth, take the movie. It's time to talk. The movie is Romeo plus Juliet. Yay. Disappointment across all the <laughs> We won't tell you the other movies so you don't experience a similar disappointment. Trust us, this was the best one in the hat. Yes. Baz Luhrmann's Romeo plus, plus Juliet, Juliet, starring Romeo. Academy Award winner <laughs> Romeo, Leo DiCaprio, and Claire Danes. Rolio. What are you doing? No. Rolio. No. What are you doing? I'm mashing up Romeo Oh, Rolio and Leonardo. Rolio and Clarinet. Rolio and Clarinet. This is so sad already. Let's pick something else. Oh, my God. You wanted to do this. I assume. Uh, so, I remember the story. Okay, good. good. One of the most famous plays of all time. Yeah. One of the most famous bummer plays of all yeah. time. Oh, what are we doing? Uh, but I remember that. Uh, I remember the ads for this, and mm. I remember thinking, because uh, I think this came out around the time I might have been an actual teenager. It's possible. But I remember seeing the ad and thinking, oh, there are so many... Uh, English teachers in high school who are very excited right now because they can finally update. I don't know if you guys ever watched the 1970s version of Romeo and Juliet, Mm -hmm. which is beautifully done, but unrelatable to more modern youth, was my feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea when I watch this movie. I've seen it. Are you sure? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I probably watched it on, like, TV or... In college, one of those times when you're just like, hey. Here's a thing. Oh, there's a movie on in someone's room. I'll watch this movie. I love this category. I saw it on TV or in college. You know, I don't know. Maybe other people have this experience in college where, like, you have so much free time because college is easy that you just watch (laughs) movies all the time. I remember we got a movie channel in the dorms. And for whatever reason, they showed What's Eating Gilbert Grape. 
I think on repeat mm-hmm. for all of time. I've seen that movie at least ten times. Well, I mean awesome. that performance. Oh, it was excellent. From Rolio. From Rolio. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I'm afraid this is gonna take off. Oh. Uh, I think this movie came out in. Wait, I can tell you when I saw it. Oh, great. Because it goes to what Molly was saying. Mm-hmm. I watched it in my freshman class at the end of the school year, I believe. And I can't remember my teacher's name. I want to say her name was Mrs. Bangs. If anyone who went to my school, St. Louis Park High School, <laughs> can tell me who my freshman English teacher was. Yeah, tweet at us. Hashtag, did she bangs. Yeah. Right? Did she have bangs? I don't know. Her name was maybe no, Bangs. No, she had curly she had curly dark hair. Oh, okay. Um and she was in uh her classroom was in the C three hallway. Whoa, C three PO inside baseball. Yeah. Um but uh I believe we watched like the seventies version of the show when we were actually reading Romeo and Juliet. Mm. And then I know that we had to memorize part of the script mm-hmm. and I played the nurse oh. at where at like and she gets a back massage at some point. <laughs> I don't remember that part exactly. We'll see. It'll, it will be in the did, film. Is that, so did is you that, have to act that out when you... So did somebody yes. like give you a back massage? And uh, did that traumatize you? I don't... Wait, the nurse got really, a massage? It really was... Yes. <laughs> like, you, hmm. She says, on the other side. I remember that's the only line... She says something about her back, and then she says, on the other side. Who that's, is massaging the nurse? I think it's Juliet. It's Juliet's nurse. Wouldn't the nurse be massaging Juliet? Because she's like a rich No, because she's like lady. an old lady who like mm. takes care of her, right? Oh. Anyway, I I don't really remember any. I just remember being so nervous because I was I had the worst stage fright as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the fact that I had to remember like three lines from this play, Horrible. it was like terrifying. And I had to do it in front of the entire class. Oh. Um, As a class, did you do the entire play? Like no, it was chunks? just like the scenes that were going to be on the test. Sure. <laughs> <And> then, uh, <laughs> yeah, we. I'm trying to think if there's anything else interesting with this. Oh, I just remember thinking that the movie was insane, like because it's all it's like if Romeo and Juliet had like a rock theme to yeah. it, mm. and there's like a lot of explosions. They drive cars yep. in it. Yep. There's a scene where. Somebody gets set on fire uh, at a gas station. Sure. Or there's like a Zoolander? gas station explosion, huh? You thinking of Zoolander? <laughs> yes. Okay. Wait, really? No. Fast no. bet. Someone ben explodes. Ben Stiller's in this movie. In a gas station. Oh. Right. Yep. Okay. And I think the guy who I can't think of his name. Uh, he's like he's Romeo's friend or Juliet's. Yes. Yeah. Is played by. One of the voices from Ice Age. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's a great bet. That is amazing. Wow. It's funny because I remember very specifically reading Romeo and Juliet in school. And I remember having to answer the essay question. uh, It started with a quote that basically said, uh, people live and die based on one quality. Or what defines their life defines their death. Apply this to Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. And I remember writing the essay of my life. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, because Mercutio is ready to fight, and he dies in a fight, and so on. Did you get that A? Uh, I assume. 
<laughs> I mean, probably. Sure. Uh, no, because I, I loved English. But, um, but yeah, I just remember the, the pen uh, flying off my composition oh. page. Oh, I wrote it by hand. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so probably this movie came out in 1952. Sure. 52? <laughs> uh, I think I also watched this movie in English class. Because I remember when it came out... Sort of. I remember enough of it coming out where I was just like, this seems like something that I have no interest in. <laughs> like, I liked, you know, I was into, I was an English nerd, uh, but I liked reading Shakespeare, and I was okay with, like, interpretations of Shakespeare, but this was just so not, like, I was so clearly not the target demographic of this movie when it came out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is the target demo, like, high school girls? Yes. Would you say? Yeah. Because this was, like, this was peak... Leo before he became like a full adult yeah, so he was just like a handsome Leo. young man you know what I mean yeah, yeah. before he was like an actor yeah. that's what I'm thinking like, like 1999 99 yeah I'm gonna say 95 I'm also gonna say 95 double damn what year did uh, Titanic come out I don't know no idea <clears throat> I feel like that's also <laughs> 95 is this, um, you think this is post Titanic cause I, t- I saw Titanic in the theater and I was in third grade Wow. Uh, so how old are you in third grade? Like 10? You're 8. That was 99. Was Titanic... Oh, yes. Okay, so minus 2 years. So that's 97. So I think it's 99. So you think this is post-Titanic? Post-T? Yes. Is uh, Titanic, is that Rolio's big break? Uh, was he relatively unknown before that? Like, I guess he was in What's he's Eating eating Gilbert, what's eating Gilbert. great. He but... had several, like, mini breaks yeah. throughout. Well, he was on Growing Pains <laughs> yeah. to yeah. start. Like, he had, like, he had his little... Short... Oh, because he was in some movie with uh, Robert De Niro. What? And people were joking around, and he was a young kid, and at a certain point he says something like, I think I've told this story a thousand times, I... but... Oh, good. Okay, not here. So, um, <laughs> so apparently uh, the cast was kind of joking around uh, and uh, for a minute mm-hmm. uh, during the filming. And as a child actor, he was like, "You guys," and like basically told this group of people to uh, simmer down yeah. and be professional. Uh, uh, yeah, but he relayed that story with uh, a great deal of humility as an adult, as a "Look how much I've grown" kind of story. I see. Yes. That's what I... Why do I know that? I don't know. Do you ever get disturbed by the stuff that's stuck in your head? Sure. <laughs> I, yeah. Mostly, like, songs. Like, I'm amazed the amount of songs I can sing along to. Yeah, Like, how, sure. like, there's a ton of songs I can just sing along to, because I know the words, because I heard them a thousand times. Right. I don't need that. Like, how many <laughs> Jimmy Eats World I lyrics do I need that. in my oh, head? Oh, shit, they came on the radio the other day. I was like, yeah, it does take a little time, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm bad. I'm terrible. Station. I am terrible at remembering song lyrics, actually. Me too. Yeah. Like, table split. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. I do know way too much about the X-Men, though, if that makes you feel any better. It makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Molly, do you have a year bet on this? I thought Um, you said 1952. Oh, you did say 1952. I was kidding. Uh, Well, it's on paper now. All right. Do you want to make an unofficial bet? Yeah, I'll split the difference of whatever's between 95 and 99. 97? Yeah. Boom. Great. Cool. I So I'm aware of the story of Romeo and Juliet, <laughs> which is this movie. Right. Uh, is this movie, like, also the dialogue is the original play also? Yes. That's why we watch in English class. Yeah. Right. It's not, like, fully updated where they speak, like, cool American English. Right. It's, like, still... 
uncool I think, Shakespeare. Yeah. Well, I think that was part of the novelty oh. of it. Was it was like they were still speaking the actual dialogue, but like everything else was modernized. Yeah. So like they're all wearing contemporary clothes. They use guns instead of swords. Very they have cars. shiny guns. They yeah. still, does it's he still like colorful. wear like armor? Uh, Is he wearing like a breastplate? At I some don't point? know. Maybe probably breastplate. <laughs> Rolio wears a breast breastplate. Ooh, breastplate. I think I know who Beth is talking about. But I don't think he plays Mercutio. I think Johnny Legs is in this movie. Yeah. But I don't think he's Mercutio. That's what I'm thinking of. Who's Johnny Legs? Uh, John plays, Leguizamo. He plays oh. he's like oh. Juliet's brother. Yeah. Cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's like the hothead who's like, I'm going to take out the... Yeah. Everybody. And I think he's the one who gets shot at the How you station. live is how you die. Right? This is what I'm saying. Yeah, I can't remember who plays Mercutio. I just remember Mercutio is like a drug dealer in this movie because it's contemporary. Mm. Oh. <laughs> But they have to show all that stuff, right? So no one can be like, how's the drug dealing going? Just have to, yes, yeah. Like, yeah. have a bunch of drugs? Yeah. yeah. There's like, a, I, that's like one of the few things I remember, because like they have that whole thing, because you know, like Shakespeare's whole thing is just like, and now here's eight lines about some fairy for literally just to fill this space. And yeah. like, I think, and I remember specifically in the movie, like when they're talking about the fairy that visits you in the dreams, it's like when him and Mercutio is like, basically like giving out like LSD tablets, everybody oh. or something. That's a cool. So it's like is, adaptation. <laughs> maybe the worst thing I've ever said, but is Cisco in this movie? Oh, I hope so. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> That'd be like amazing. I'm picturing somebody with like silver hair. Sure. Mm, oh, I don't know. He definitely had silver hair at one point. Yes, yeah. he did. There's, I I can really okay. The only scene I can remember the gas station scene, and I remember one where. Romeo and Juliet are making eyes like through like a fish tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like oh. a waterfall. Yeah, at a party. Water at, feature yeah, at, yeah. A fe- at a party. I remember a party where they're like walking around yeah. looking at each other. Yep. Yeah. And Which maybe is- she's got angel wings. I believe yeah. she does. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of angel it's, wings when you said breastplate. Like full table bet. Oh, full angel table bet. <clears throat> or is it at like a Halloween party? Oh. Costume party? I think it's just like a masquerade thing. Okay. Oh, is everybody incredibly wealthy? Oh, they must be. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because they're. Yeah. The wealthy of, of Verona. Yeah. Are they like in the valley of. Uh, Kinda. In LA or something? Kinda, yeah. yeah okay. Like it is like a weird, like, cesspool of urban excess. Oh, it's like okay. how they present it in this movie. So it's like Wolves of Wall Street, but Shakespeare. Yep. Uh, I guess. Are there <laughs> warring families in Wolves of Wall Street? I, I think mean, it's just the wolf. Yeah. Of Wall Street. Right? Are you um, thinking of gangs in New York? <laughs> <laughs> you might be thinking of gangs in New York. I think I'm thinking of both of them. <laughs> All these Rolio movies just rolling together ah. into one. Rolio was in Gangs of New York, mm-hmm. wasn't he? Yeah. He yes. was like, like him versus DDL. I literally didn't. I didn't see that movie and literally only know about. Remember that DDL wears a hat in that movie. Mm. That's it, and he's like the butcher of whatever. Which one's DDL? Lewis. Oh, I think I saw that movie in a theater. In Istanbul. Mm. Oh, no big deal. <laughs> but that's a different movie. Yes, and a different time of your life. Yeah. Like that Green Day yeah. song. That's Aww. right. Yeah. <laughs> so take these photographs. <laughs> Wait, that's Nickelback. What? What? No. Isn't it? I'm sure both Green Day and Nickelback had a song about photographs. No, th- th- that is definitely a line in the Green Day song, uh, Best Days of 
It doesn't matter. It Ugh, is. I've heard that song four billion times because it has to be played at every single graduation right. or any party where anything's over. It's yeah. like, oh, the swimming season is done. <laughs> Don't you all want to cry yeah. with Green Day? It's that one and Vitamin C's graduation. <laughs> graduation. Yep. Speaking of uh, songs that everyone stopped caring about after the 90s, the soundtrack to this movie. That's like half the reason I don't even know this movie exists. Oh, is it a poppin' soundtrack? It's poppin' in that it's, you know, it's Boz Lerman. So it's just like, what if we got a bunch of bands you've heard of that do, you know, do stuff for the movie. And then, apparently, I think after this one succeeded, he's like, what if I did that, except I just had the actress sing them? And, and then that made a bunch of money, and now it's just, it just happens all the time. It's so annoying. happens all the time? Well, just that. I'm just like, what if they also sang these songs? Isn't that fun? I feel like once? it just happens now sometimes. I can't think of another movie that does that. Isn't it once? It's not Is just, that what you mean? What? No, no. those were original songs. Well, then wait, what's, what are you talking Moulin about? Moulin Rouge. Yeah. I sort of remember that one. Whatever. Nicole Kidman's in it, right? Yeah, yeah and Johnny Legs. Johnny Legs is in that? Yeah, yeah he's, he's uh, Oh, yeah, he's Toulouse the Trek. Yeah. Anyway. Chicago. Sure. Isn't that's like that, a musical. That's an actual musical. I don't understand what Dan is describing. I'm saying that everyone decided that that makes money, and that's where you got Kids Bop, where you got Glee... Where you got just like this, like influx of like, what if we had other people sing all these songs? You know, oh, that's all. Or like the Chipmunks Christmas record. Sure. <laughs> do they yeah. sing pop? They do. Favorites? Oh, you guys. You're talking about the classic know. one, though, right? Yeah. From back in the day. Is there another one? I'm sure now after the Squeakquel, they came out with like a new one <laughs> where they sing like oh, Ricky Martin said or that something. So earnestly. <laughs> Thinking of She Bangs. Yeah. Isn't that a Ricky Martin song? Yeah. Yes, I believe yes. so. Maybe it should be a hashtag She Bangs. Or She Doesn't. What was her yeah. name? Oh, the teacher. I thought yeah. we were talking about Ricky Martin. Both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I remember there. Yeah, I just feel like the soundtrack was like a, a CD that my peers bought a lot in high mm-hmm. school. Can you name a, a track off it? Uh, no, I think there's a Radiohead song on there. And that's it. Ooh, oh. I'm going to put a bet that that Radiohead song is the opening credits, and that is based on Thin Air. I'm going count, to counter bet that, because I feel like I particularly, specifically remember, well, no, maybe that is at the beginning, though, because I remember it's happening while Rolio is being sad, <laughs> but like sad in like the, oh, I like a girl part oh. at the beginning, so maybe it would be during the credits. I don't know, maybe Cause he's Because there's like various levels of Rolio sad in this movie. Yeah. Ooh, animated opening credits? Ooh, mm-hmm. maybe. Nah. I no? feel like, uh, yeah. My Not even is, like yeah. a little like Boz Lerman. I feel like there's like paint, like, <sighs> yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. This, like, like a spirit finger. Or something. <laughs> That's happening. Um, there's, oh, I feel like Maybe there's blood at some point in the animation. Ooh. Because foreshadowing. Right. Oh, don't give it which away. Which is a term I learned in English class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I am embarrassed to say I don't remember anything about Romeo and Juliet, this, like the plot line. Oh, the actual story. Yeah, like when you, like... I, I, like I recognize the, the story, like I recognize the character named Mercutio, sure. but I can't tell you who that is or how they're related to the story in any way. Wow! But a nurse gets a massage. <laughs> I know a nurse gets a massage. I know there's like two bros at the beginning talking about getting ladies. Yeah, getting ladies. Yeah, that mm-hmm. sounds like the beginning. Something about like I bite my thumb at you. Yes. Remember that? That's oh. yeah, yeah, you remember what I it's do. The, it's the it's like the 
hype men for the two families yeah. are like yelling at each other and then that escalates into like an actual battle between the two of them mm-hmm. okay and then and, they, and then one of them dies no. yeah and then I think like Mr. Verona or whatever was like you guys have to settle down this is ridiculous and then they fall in love. Right, and then there's conflict. It's like, oh, you yeah. can't love each other. You're from two different families. Yeah. yeah, but they do anyway, and then there's a balcony scene. Yes. The rose would smell as sweet by any Do you think there's name. actually a balcony yeah. in Bob Lerman's version? Or do you think it's just like... There has to be. Okay. All those expensive houses. That's true. But it's like well, it's probably like an L.A., like... Yeah. Uh, there's probably a pool. Is Ooh. there a pool? I bet there's a pool. Okay. Below the balcony? Just yeah. in general. I bet there's a beautifully lit pool at some point in this movie. Um... No? Does so at the end Yeah. Okay, in in the actual story yes. uh it's poison that's that kills them. Yeah, doesn't right. do they well, shoot them one of them? Ooh, doesn't I don't know. Julia yes. oh, yeah, yeah. pretend to die Sorry. so they can run away together? Yes. And then Romeo's like, Oh shit, she's dead. I better also be dead. Yep. Yeah. So he kills himself. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. Julia wakes up and yep. is like, Fuck, he's dead. Yeah. I should be dead. Yeah. But then maybe she stabs herself? Yeah. One of them stabs themselves. In the, the fake original. poison, well, real poison point, stab? Somebody, yeah, because there's kissing of lips to try to absorb poison. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. So maybe she poisons herself, and then he tries to get, he tries to kiss her to get the last of the poison. When it's fake poison? Yeah. And then he stabs himself, and then Ooh. she stabs herself? Why doesn't my she guess. just wake up? When he's like, oh, she's dead. Why because isn't she like the question wink, we all ask each wink. other. Oh. Wasn't it like a, like a, like a pretend to be dead drug? No, it was like a, yeah, it was oh, like a yeah. sleep. It, like oh, it's like goes, a flower of some sort, right? Sure, I don't it makes know. makes you sleep. But it makes, it's like she's, she's unconscious. She's not just like yeah. smoozing. Dan's bet. Romeo and Juliet kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean like just this movie. I mean like it's, I don't know why it's so popular. It's a tragedy. Hey, no, but it's a dumb tragedy. It is a dumb tragedy. It's literally like three hours of two teens being dumb. Was this three hours? Well, oh, not no. the movie, no. I'm sure they cut out a huge chunk of the play. Oh, I hope so. Because they always do. Like, unless you're Kenneth Branagh. And then it's like, no! <laughs> We're doing this. Well, and I was, you know, it's really sad, too, when people would bring up, like, oh, like, Romeo and Juliet. Because, I mean, like, if you think about it, there's no love like teenage love. Like, yes. It is... Absolutely insane. Like, right. And so, in that way, this only makes sense as a teenager love story. Yeah. But it is incredibly frustrating and dumb for them to die in this stupid way. And it's right? frustrating, I think, like you were saying, like, I think it's frustrating that people use it as a reference for, oh, like, yeah, any kind like, of romance. Or it's yeah. like, no, no, they were dumb kids. It's like using like, the Titanic as, like, oh, I should go on a cruise. Like, it's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I remember. Like we, I read a ton of Shakespeare in high school, and then I read more in college because I was an English major and had yeah, to. Yeah. Not, I mean, not really. It takes a while, and half of it's works. boring. Uh, uh, I did have no fear works. Shakespeare. Am I right? Yeah. Did you guys read those? What? Oh, no. oh Spark no Notes? fear Shakespeare. Oh, it's the best thing ever. Okay, so Spark Notes. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Spark Notes or whatever the other one was. Spark Notes. Notes. It's Spark Notes. Spark Notes came out with these books. They're called No Fear Shakespeare. Uh-huh. Were the, they No Fear branded? They were the yeah. <laughs> they were the play is on one side. Yeah, like yeah. The, as it was originally written, and then it's in like modern English on the other side. Uh, that is cheating. Oh, I cheated so I hard. <laughs> I mean, I knew what happened in the stories. Sure. Because English was always the thing I would do last in my homework, uh, and I'd be so tired. Because I wouldn't eat the frog, you know? Like, if your job is to eat the frog, it's the first thing you should do. Get it out of the way. 
That's so funny. English what? was the frog. Oh, is that a business book? Um, you guys, I've heard that before. Twain quote. I've heard it. Is what? it actually Mark Twain quote, or is it an internet quoting Mark Twain? Oh, it's quote. probably internet quoting Mark Twain. Yeah. Wait, is this the thing where the pelican has the frog in its mouth, but the frog is strangling the pelican and it says, "Don't Whoa, give up." What? A scorpion <laughs> on the frog's back. Yeah, and then if you but dig, there's chicken and a and fox a, and a bag of grain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's this a, is it's, all in Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. 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 Uh, the the it's like an idiom for uh, if your job were to eat a frog, yeah, yeah. you should do that first thing in the morning to get it over with. Oh, sure. So what I should have done was done my English homework first mm-hmm. to get it over with, mm-hmm. uh, but instead I left it till the last thing because I liked my science and math homework more, and then oh. I would always be too tired and I wouldn't be able to read properly. We would have right. been awesome friends. Because you I would have been the exact opposite. Yep. Is that what friends do? Yeah. Cheat off each other? Yeah. That's how you know your friends. Oh. No, uh, I mean, you know. Math and science was also your job. Yeah, but so I liked you, it. Like, if your job was to eat a frog, you wouldn't like eating the frog. That's the whole point. You unless don't you're like following your dreams and your dreams eat frogs. Or like if you're a circus well, geek. Yeah, so in that case... Then it wouldn't be eating. It's just Is an that analogy. The one with the <laughs> forest, and it says, "Don't follow your dreams." Mark Twain. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mark Twain didn't follow his dreams. He just wanted to be a guy on a boat. But then the man told him to write fiction. So he probably wrote several pages every morning, like, "Oh, I got to get this out of the yep. way so I can boat." Ugh. So you come up with witticisms. Oh, I got to yeah. define the American canon. Ugh. Boring. Gross. So we're watching A Night in King Arthur's Court? Yep. 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 Oh, that one I never finished. Uh, well, cool. So uh, I guess I'm moderately excited to watch this movie. Sure. No, I'm not. Jesus. I'm trying. I mean, it'll be great. I, I feel like I would give it two soundtracks. I don't yeah. know. What's our measurement? Yeah, that's, that's fine. Great. Sure, soundtracks. Two soundtracks. Two contemporary soundtracks. <laughs> At one point, the person I think it, who is Cisco, I think, is dressed as a butterfly. Oh. Awesome. Okay. Oh, that seems right. Like a very Some colorful hat. butterfly. Yeah, there's definitely, I think there's a, a masquerade. as we There's for sure a masquerade. Oh, because that's how you'd be able to fall in love with somebody from the other house if yes. you didn't know who they were. Yeah. Oh, is that when they fall in love? Yeah. Ah, that's my guess. That's I my I think bet. that's why they're making eyes at Read a play, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and there's some sort of conceit where they... No, I'm just... Okay. Hmm? What? How many... You just go. <laughs> how many soundtracks do you do this time? Oh, uh... I don't know. I'll... <laughs> Wow. Three, I guess, so I can have room to hate or love. I think it'll be pretty. I remember it looking cool. But I also, oh, man, I just feel like I have, I am way more cynical now than I was when I first saw this, which means, like, I am way less tolerant of Baz Luhrmann's just general way of making movies. Mm. Oh, boy. Like, people went gaga over Moulin Rouge. Like, I finally sat down in college again, just watched it because someone was watching the dorm. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? This is what people were going nuts about for the last year and a half? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am going to hate the movie for sure. I'm probably going to give it one. Um, But I think I'm going to enjoy watching it because I think, like, I think I'm going to get joy out of how stupid it is. Okay, I think there's going to be a lot of stuff where it's like, what is happening and why is it happening? That might... 
be like a like a bonus hidden track on the soundtrack. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> nice analogy. Yeah, I remember they used to do bonus tracks, like a bunch of silence yes. for like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was one on Dookie, speaking of Green uh, Day. Yeah. Tweet um. at us. <laughs> Win that Dookie track. Yeah. <laughs> I do not want to look at that hashtag. <laughs> uh, but I think you're right. That there is but, a hidden track. There is one on Dookie. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be the voice of earnestness and <laughs> compassion and give it four. Nice. Oh. I think it's gonna be good. And I'm going to enjoy it. Wow. It will be. I will enjoy the style. Yep. And will appreciate Rolio's acting. Yep. And C. Danes. Uh, the love story. Not Sea Dance. You're not, not going to appreciate Sea Dance. Oh, she's fine, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I oh, feel like I have no Is it going to pass her. the Bechtel test? It's got to, yes. right? Uh, she she oh, the nurse. 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 Right. Yeah, okay. Like, on the other side. Right Although, the is Nurse a name? Is that really a named character? Oh, I guess we'll find out. Snap. Yeah, let's let's find out how uh, forward-thinking Shakespeare Ooh, was. She might yeah. talk to her mother, right? Yeah. But about anything other than Romeo? Does her mother have a name? Mother. Wow. This is going to be tense. I feel like he tended to name everybody, like actual names, at least the print, like the main people. But I feel like nurse is probably nurse. I know. Yeah. I'm saying I'm I'm banking on mother. I'm banking on the mother having a yeah. name. What if she's only like Mrs. She might be Montague. Mrs. Capulet. Which one's Capulet? Which one's Montague? Ooh, Juliet. that would have been a good bet. Capulet. Oh, that seems Juliet. right. Capulet. Romeo Montague. Well, yes. that actually because that of Shakespeare, that actually is probably true because then he can make fun rhymes. Yeah. About while well, talking about them. Mm-hmm. That's my. That would be my guess. Unless they swap them so they can so that it's put fun both to names like, yeah. in each thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna go reverses. No, okay. I really think it's Juliet Capulet. That seems right to me. Guess we'll find out who paid attention in class. <laughs> Wait. Uh, speaking of '90s music, there's a semi-sonic song that makes reference to it. I think it's Juliet Capulet. I don't remember the lyrics because I don't remember lyrics, you guys. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And with that, we're going to press pause, go watch Romeo and Juliet, and we'll be right back. And we're back. We just watched 120 million minutes. Hey. Okay, 120 minutes or two hours even of Romeo plus Juliet. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Well, that was good. Yep. <laughs> all right. Podcast over. Wow. All right. Yes, we're done. Uh, we learned a lot. We learned a lot. About um, Molly. And, and her uh, tolerance. And her phone. Yes. And how often she checks it. <laughs> Spoilers. The entire last two-thirds Ooh, of the movie. I would maybe. say. Oh, I wish I had had a counter to count the number of size. That various members of this podcast made. None were from Dan Jaquette. No. 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 I'm I feel so like sorry. he actually enjoyed the movie, and I kind of feel bad about it because I didn't realize it until the end of the movie. <laughs> I did kind of enjoy it. Aww. Well, maybe uh, you should start since you're less jaded. I did not enjoy it. I said I would give it three, right? Okay. Yeah. There's so some hearty size coming from Dan Linden. There's I'm some hearty size coming from Dan Linden every goddamn day of Dan Linden's <laughs> life. Doesn't matter what movie he's watching. Uh, well, Beth was right that there was a back massage. Yes, <laughs> yes, it was. 
Spot I remember on. that because I had to act it out. But did I get a back massage? I don't think so. I think I don't even remember who that was with. Did you just do a reading? You didn't have to like. No, we had to act, act it out because I remember I had to carry. Um, that my teacher was like, "You need to bring in groceries." Because the whole thing was like, we had read, okay, we had read the play. Was the teacher just getting free groceries? <laughs> Everybody, I mean, it's like expanded on the apple for the teacher. Yeah, right. Uh, here's the list of things I need. <laughs> milk and Pop-Tarts. Yep. You're reading the scene where Tybalt brings a six-pack of... <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to carry in a bag of groceries. Okay. Um... It, might have just been a grocery bag that was empty. Oh, like oh. the Magic Theater. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then... Or just like some tops of baguettes cut off and <laughs> yeah. glued around the edge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do... It always makes me happy in a movie when someone has a bag of groceries, yeah. like... And there's always a fucking baguette sticking out of right. They're, like, trying to get their apartment, and they yeah. bump into the cute neighbor. It's right. always baguettes. It's, yeah. And it's some always, lettuce. Some right. carefully placed lettuce yeah. or celery or something. It's always yeah. the prop master being like, don't worry, audience, there's definitely food in there. <laughs> yeah. And it's, like, probably an empty cardboard box, like, yeah. three-fifths the way up. Yeah. It's just um, one baguette cut in half yeah. and then stuck on top of the box yeah. to look like two baguettes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, interrupt your story. Uh, well, I mean, there wasn't much to it. I had to carry in a bag of groceries, and I had to pretend. I I just remember not really understanding what the context of it was, because yeah. I didn't really understand the play at all, and I didn't really care. Right, because oh. you were too busy with your math and science. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, school, am I right? Yeah, <laughs> you're right. I have to say, the first moments of this movie, I was like, oh no, I'm really going to hate this. And then there was a long section where I was like, oh, this is very enjoyable. And then I would think, wow, that's a lot of yelling. And then I think, wow, that's a lot of discordant music uh-huh. accentuating the yelling. And there'd be a quiet part, which I would use to check my phone. I'm really bad about it now. And then towards the end, there were so many good endings. And I know you can't like. I understand Shakespeare is Shakespeare, and it's already been written and done. But there, that would have been a bold choice. That's true. That is fair. <laughs> ended before they died. Yes, that is certainly that true. That would have like, been very if, bold. It was just like right after they get married. Yeah, so like, <laughs> that's, that's the ending. Yeah, it's the original script. We made some edits. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of the plot lines from Love Actually that they cut out. <laughs> Is Romeo and Juliet? Yeah. Just getting married. Just them getting married. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if you were to make it now, you would make it into two parts, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I so wait, so you hated it because there was a TV on screen, right? And the newscaster was like, here's the opening monologue. But then you liked it because they all started murdering each other no, or threatening so to murder each other. I think other. what was hard for me, the broadcaster part was a little bit annoying, but it was kind of stylized. But then that whole dialogue with Jamie Kennedy from the... Is it Jamie Kennedy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and all of the, all of Romeo's friends uh, at the gas station. Yeah. yeah. The Montague boys, as the caption oh, helpfully yeah. labeled them. Yes. It was just oh. all too cute and too over the top. Except when Johnny Legg showed up, that was exciting. Yeah. He's like a highlight. Yeah. Yeah, he was great. He was definitely the highlight. He was real good. Cat. Those cat, cat boots. Prince of Cats. Prince of Cats. Is Prince of Cats, is he the Prince of Cats in the play? Or I don't know. Like, that came into play. That has to have been a line, right? I have no idea. 
That has to be a line in the play that just wasn't actually well, said out loud. He's, there is something about um, right before spoiler alert, Romeo kills him. He says yeah. something about his nine lives. Mm. Um, Maybe that's like his cool gang nickname. Totally. Yeah, yeah that's got to be. He's the only one that gets one. Yeah, no one else has a cool nickname. No. no. He also is the only one with cool shoes. Yeah. With those, like, metal cat engraved heels. But you could not throw a dead cat without hitting a gun. Usually emblazoned with some picture, some romantic, not romantic, uh, religious. Yeah. It's gangland, Molly. Yeah. It's Verona Beach. Yeah. Get it? Forget about it. Forget about it? (laughs) Forget about it. Because of cat. Cats. cats. Prince of cats. Uh, Forget about it. Verona Beach. All right. Anyway, John Leguizamo was great, and all of his costumes were the best. Yes. Yeah. So that's okay. my reaction to the opening I, scene of that movie. Yeah. I The opening scene actually felt a little similar to you, Molly, where it's like the TV was like, oh, that's an interesting choice, but also annoying. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that first scene where they're like rolling up and establishing everybody, it was like, I was almost really into it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it felt like, oh... Remember how much fun I had watching Snatch and Lockstock and Two Smoking <laughs> right. Girls? Like, it was similar in that yeah. of, like, the quick cuts to things. Um, but Guy Ritchie does it so much better, the mm-hmm. action-wise. Throughout this movie, the action scenes, I felt like, were almost awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just lacking something yeah. that they ended up being a little lame. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. Which is too bad, because that could have been... Like, that's kind of, I don't know, I, it's kind of what the movie's going for. It was grittier, mm-hmm. but also more flashy and colorful at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I did like this movie, spoiler, for the rest <laughs> of the podcast, but it kind of, I feel like it was straddling something and kind of missing the mark on, mm-hmm. on the style, and maybe Baz Luhrmann was just like, you guys have colored shirts! You guys are all dressed in black! Fun! <laughs> yeah. I... I didn't like the style of the movie at all. I hated how everything was shot. Like, and everything was, like, so on the nose with, like, symbolism and stuff that I was, like, it's, it was too much. It was, like, he was, like, oh, this is a story that I read and I know all the symbolism in, so I'm going to apply it to my film. It just seemed like, I don't know. I didn't like how everything was, like, it would be, like, quick cuts. There was, like... Uh, everything would be sped up, and there was like slow motion shots. Mm-hmm. And... That's kind of his. I know I dick. don't like it. At least it was. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he did it. In, I don't remember if he did it in Moulin Rouge because he might have been too busy being like, and then all the dancers sing Nirvana songs <laughs> or whatever. But like, if you see, if you watch like Strictly Ballroom, like that's part of the style of that too, where it's just like he just overly dramatizes these very mundane moments. But Strictly Ballroom is pretty good, actually. Probably because you could, you know, it wasn't just. Mopiness and curtain hair. And- oh, man. Yeah. I feel... Yeah. So, I, I think on the plus side, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's hair was Spectacular. Yeah. Hair. Yeah, right? And I, I don't mean that to sound as flip or dismissive as I'm sure it does. Um, but, I, but I'll also say, like, like seeing this, I was like, oh, right. I remember... Uh, I remember how I f- used to feel about Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. He's really attractive. He's super... He's a pretty man. Yeah. He's a very pretty man. Yeah. And... I'd just forgotten about that. And I think part of it is that uh, you read about what he and his entourage were up to during these years, and uh, it just... During these years? Yeah. I thought it was, like, last year. Well, I think it's, like, Titanic (laughs) through last year. (laughs) (laughs) And being douchey? What were they doing? Yeah. Yeah, just being really uh, not cool. (laughs) 
So yeah, so so that affects it. But somehow seeing him in this context was really nice. And treat of all treats, all of us had forgotten that Paul Rudd. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. So oh, good. Paul Rudd is exactly how you would imagine Paul Rudd to be. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of the same in every movie. Yeah, he's yeah. the same oh. in every single movie. And this is like a Shakespeare play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he then really he's like, out. yeah, it's weird. But it was it's just so, so perfect weird. though, because it was like... I don't know because he was so he was so very like very much a Paul Rudd character, so like it was just funny because he wasn't appealing as like a suitor, but yeah. also like clearly not that bad of a guy. Yeah. you know what I mean. So it was just kind of funny. Yeah, like one of the things I wrote down like for like his uh, his like best moments was just loving those balloons at that party. <laughs> like he just kept looking back at Juliet like. These yeah. balloons. Yeah. <laughs> Such a fun party. Such a fun. Yeah. And he had an amazing, like, six-foot-high pompadour in this movie. Oh. The men's hair in this movie was incredible. Yeah. yeah. Like, that character went on to marry Rashida Jones in I Love You, Man. It's, like, the same <laughs> character. Yeah. Yeah. And also be after, what's her name in Clueless. Yep. Right. Oh, but then, well. <laughs> what? <laughs> they don't get married. I said be after. Be, be after, after? Her. like be after. Oh, be yeah. after her. <laughs> yeah. What did you think, he meant? Uh nothing. Are you not listening to me at all? <laughs> no. She discounts your opinions because you liked the movie. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. No, I just, I just, I just didn't. I thought you were saying like. I'm saying he's yeah, the same character sure. in every movie. <laughs> not literally the same character. Like, they don't exist in a shared universe. Ooh, I like that idea, though. Yeah, I, I hope they do. <laughs> I'm just saying, I love Paul Rudd, but he's kind of the same. Yeah, he just yeah. Paul Rudd's it. Yeah. He looks exactly the same. Yeah, uh, yeah. also, he has okay. an age and all. He's a time no. traveler. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Okay, wet hot Minnesotan summer, though. No, not wet hot American summer. You guys, it was a hard habit to get into. It's hard to get out of. Right. Uh, but no, in that movie, he's he's like actually different. But he's just still Paul Rudd. He's just yeah. got like a Paul Rudd goodness at his heart. Yeah. Okay, there another character from the Montagues was in that movie, and mm-hmm. every time I've said it, I feel like none of you acknowledge <laughs> that it was true. I did. Okay. True. All right, good. Okay. I just didn't know Zach if you guys were Wolf, like, who are you talking about? What are you talking about? I specifically but, said, like, oh, I can't believe that's the same guy. He's Paul um, Rudd's best bro. And I you were too listening. busy looking at your phone. I was too busy making fun of every <laughs> single thing that happened in this movie. Wait, yeah. who is he? Which guy? He was He's the, the bald guy in the Montagues. Boy. And then he plays, like, the, um, <laughs> in Wet, Wet Hot uh, American Summer, he plays, um... Curtain hair. Yeah, curtain hair. He's got curtain hair. He's got longer hair. He's like Paul Rudd's sidekick kind of, right? He's kind of everybody's sidekick. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's why I was trying to pick out, like, what storyline he's in, but he's kind Mm. of in all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Uh, Well, also in this was uh, Jesse Bradford. Mm -hmm. That was definitely what Beth thought she was experiencing with Wet Hot Guy. Yeah. I had no idea what you were talking about (laughs) when you would say, like, it's Jesse. (laughs) Yeah, I still don't know if that's his most famous character or the actor's name. (laughs) It's the actor's name, Jesse Bradford. Uh, He was in Bring It On. Right. Uh, Claim he brushed his teeth. He's Kirsten Dunst. Like love interest, and then uh, what's the other actress? Elizabeth something is oh. the other. She's like the tough cheerleader that joins the cheerleading squad and like yeah. turns them on their head. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Um, it's her brother in the movie. I see. And then Kirsten Dunst sleeps over at her house. (laughs) And when they're getting ready to go to bed, they're both brushing their teeth at the same time. The brother and... uh, In the same bathroom? Yeah. And they keep making, like, eye contact at each other. But, like, through the mirror and they're both shy. But, like, I don't know how a person brushes his teeth in, like, a super flirty, seductive way. But this dude totally nails nails it. But then he, at the end, he spits out the toothpaste. And then he smiles in the mirror and then walks out of the room like he's so cool. So he doesn't even rinse his mouth? Out? Uh, no, yeah. he like he rinses his mouth out and then okay. spits it. Maybe and he's then got that sensitivity to his face that you kind of have to yeah. leave in for a Guys. while. And then he puts in his mouth guard. Dental health is important. You yeah, that's true. So does he floss? No, no, he doesn't. Ooh. You guys, I'm just saying, Points. like this scene is the cutest scene ever. That's really not cute. this movie. No, he's a kind of a turd in this he's movie. A, yeah, he's yeah. a dud in this movie. <laughs> 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 in this movie, he like, plays. A uh, random friend of Romeo that clearly just got written in so that someone could like help him out in the fifth act of the play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that was hard to. And watch. he also is not not doing great on the Shakespeare. Speech. No. Well, no. No. Leo did good. I have to say, like I thought, the Caps did pretty good. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but he was he one has of a, the better ones. Yeah. It's true. He had his journal out and a pen and a cigarette. I understand that was the direction. <laughs> <laughs> Leo's like, I want to be writing my journal. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a cigarette. Yeah, that's moody. When I when I write my journal, I smoke. That's what I told Bobby De Niro back in that movie that Molly was talking about. <laughs> And my hair must be wet at all moments in time. Yeah, oh. he, his hair was wet for 80% of At least, yeah. <laughs> He's either falling in a pool, running in the rain, yeah. or sweating. Yeah. Pool plays a major yeah. yes. oh, Beautifully lit pool was a Dan uh, bet by Dan. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. There's like even like a turn the light switch on, boom. There's a pool. Beth had the initial pool, pool okay. bet, which I was also like, you nailed. Hey. But, I said that. Yes. <laughs> and it was below the balcony because he falls off of the yes. thing. balcony. There's a lot of falling trellis. into water. Yeah. There were a lot of, like, there was actually a surprising number of, like, comedic pratfalls by yeah. Rolio. Yeah. There are many moments in the movie where he's just like, I'm excited, I'm running, and then trips over something. Yeah. And he was fine, but not great at it. The Pratt Falls? Yeah, yeah. They felt a little out of place. Yes. It's too well, pretty it's, for Pratt Falls. Well, Maybe that's also, it. like... Everybody knows what's going to happen to him. It's right. like not we know it's not a comedy. Yeah. Like mm, like oh that poor guy like tripped like that just a day before he died. Right. <laughs> but I mean how embarrassing. But he's Did also... they have Pratt Falls and Titanic cuz we knew he was going to die then too. Oh, Did true. we? Did we? Oh, for sure. I haven't seen it. What? I Neither have I. Yeah. <gasps> How do you know oh, he's going to die? I mean, you know the boat thing. <laughs> yeah, you know like a bunch of people Because of history. Boat. Yeah. But not everyone dies. Right. Well, well, he does. <laughs> okay. Well, I know that now. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. Thanks for ruining the Titanic. Uh, yeah, it's not really a raft. It's like a headboard on a... It doesn't matter. <laughs> you think that... Mattered really, to him? It did. It did. I still think there was room, but was- whatever. Um, the thing about the movie that I did actually like is that every single scene looks like it took place in Capital City from the Hunger Games series. Mm. Like, everything is crazy saturated with yeah. color. Um, it's just more rendered. like, after the war. Yeah. Right? After the war, but still with color. I yeah. thought it looks like Batman Forever. Ooh. Kind of. Like, we're... So much neon. There's a lot of neon and a lot of statues. Yeah, there were a lot of statues. <laughs> kind of just the one statue. 
that they panned across like, a lot, forty times. Yeah. Oh, I thought those were like just a bunch of statues. Well, I think there was the one. There was a statue that was supposed to be like the one in Rio yeah. that they panned across a million times. Yeah, and then I think every once in a while, yeah, like I feel like Leo yelled at a statue that was a different <laughs> statue. Oh, right. I always thought yeah, there were a couple different statues in those big okay. streets. But yeah, but they definitely panned over that statue way too many times. Maybe I was just mulling over the intense emotional energy of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I'm so sorry. I'm so so sorry. Uh, can we just before we get into the intense emotion, can we talk about? I'm going back to Johnny Legg's incredible entrance and yeah. why he's the MVP of the movie for me. Yeah. Like he does this whole thing where he's like super saucy with his gunplay, and then at some point, for seemingly no reason, he just like pops that jacket off. Yeah, you know what I mean. And there's a vest underneath. And there is an incredible like printed. Yeah, like yeah, like Virgin Mary, Virgin Mary tank top thing going yeah. on. Yeah, and I'm not even clear why he did that. Style, just style. <laughs> he's got a style. <laughs> he does have a style. I mean, yeah, he's got to have his arms free for pulling out his swords. But he was already pulling point. out his swords and like jumping around doing John Woo jumps. Yeah, that's another thing. That that sequence, I was like, I like a good John Woo slow motion jump. He was not hitting it, but he didn't hit it. It was like, like I'll try this one time. Ah, oh, it didn't work. I'll leave it in, but I'll never do it yeah, again. Definitely. I was just like, focus on how you're going to do your action scenes, bro. Yeah, or just like stick with the top popping. Yeah, you know what I mean, like cut the gun jump and just have like a bunch of multiple shots of Johnny Legs ripping that jacket <laughs> off. Yeah, and you'd be like, yeah, amazing direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be on board with that. <laughs> uh, speaking of their guns, which they called swords. Yes. I I'm fine with them having guns. Yeah. And them being swords, but it felt really unneeded to like. Zoom in and mm-hmm. see that it was a sword brand gun, right? Yeah. yeah. Or that like the dude's like long. shotgun in the car had just had a plaque that said long sword yeah. on He's it. He's like, yeah. give me my long sword. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm fine. Just call it a sword. I get it. It's yeah. modern. It's yeah. a gun. Right. Like, I don't need that. I'm not going to be there. Like that's a gun. <laughs> you said sword. I'm out. <laughs> just, yeah. That's not Verona. <laughs> yeah. Like we already are watching Shakespeare talk. Like we can. Yeah. We can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That annoyed me. Yeah. But you got over it. But apparently. I got over it. Yep. Yeah. There was a lot of uh, accepting for me to enjoy this movie. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like I had to accept that aspect, and then. <clears throat> Once I could accept, like, oh, it's this is a very dramatic tragedy. Yeah, I could be like, oh, okay. Like, once you're in that mindset, live in that world, and then it's like, I thought it was well done of being sad. Sure, shit. Mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> uh, and it's like not. It's like the, the suspension of disbelief. Like yeah. I can believe we can. I don't know. Walk around on the moon or something. Yeah, we can't do that. <laughs> probably better examples. Uh, but, like, oh, instead of believing, oh, that we have laser swords right. that we control sort of with our minds, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can believe that 14-year-olds can love this intensely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, for sure they can. That was the most believable part yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, like, and then, but, like, after, like, 20 seconds and then get married right away. And, well, yeah, but I didn't. So, I have to say, I'm not sure I understood the grumbling around how little time they've spent together and how deeply in love they are. Because uh, I feel like maybe you might be misremembering what it's like and if you were that age and all that was standing between you and being able to legitimately have sex with someone sure. was getting married I don't know I don't think that's such a far <laughs> I'm not saying it's not believable I'm just saying I'm not sympathetic to those characters 
But like I just can't get over how dumb they are. What it's like to just lose your damn mind. Right? Yeah. Sure, but I read this when I was that age and I was just like, fuck those kids. Oh. I, I might get that too. I guess I just mean like <laughs> You were busy building up walls to protect yourself. Exactly. I was busy <laughs> Was it because of your parents? Probably, yeah. yeah. That's why neither of us can feel. Yeah. That's why Dan is trying so hard to feel something from this movie. Yeah. But Molly can... Try as a 34-year-old man to access my emotions, and all I get is mockery. That's fine. I'll go back to ages 8 through 25 right. and block everything out. Again. Anyway, they did drive cars. <laughs> I got that bet right. <laughs> the thing that's that really matter. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I will say though that it's not as though any of these uh, characters ever, um, or any of these actors ever melted into their characters. Right, the whole time you're like, oh, it's definitely Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, it's definitely Michael from Lost. Well, uh, definitely Jamie sure. Kennedy. If you knew who that was. <laughs> oh well, well that's true. Yeah, Mercutio is played by Michael from Lost, <laughs> <laughs> and not one of the voices from Ice Age, or yes, one of the voices from Ice Age. No, that Johnny Legs is the voice from Ice Age. Okay. Yeah. Oh right. He's that's Sid what that the arrow. Sloth. <laughs> uh, it's not a Cisco music video. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> but and he's not a. To butterfly. be fair, he is dressed. In a silver outfit right. with like kind of silvery silver? hair. Yeah. He's in drag. Um, yeah, and then has a cape that could be mistaken for butterfly wings. <laughs> right. Sure. And he's on a beach. That was our theory is that you yeah. mistook the Thong Song music video <laughs> yeah. in which Cisco dramatically stands on a beach while the wind blows his shirt open as yeah. he sings about women's butts. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I mean, it adds up. It adds up. It adds up. Uh, I didn't quite get Rolio in a breastplate. Not quite. He has a chain I mean, shirt. So I mean, yeah, I think like, you can give that. Like metal yeah. arm things. I mean, I, basically, that was. I, I, I'm, I'm I had the essence of his costume right, which was a knight. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. consider this. So he was going into a party, right? Yeah. Like this was a casual event. It probably would be rude to have the breastplate on. You know what I mean? So you could at least presume that maybe the breastplate's in the car. Oh, maybe it didn't go through the metal detector. Oh, there you go. But the chain shirt and the metal well, shoulder. probably just like, he probably just got that from Party City. So. Yeah, those are just like <laughs> plastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Real breastplate? Yeah, For sure. Exactly. All right, sure. I'm right. Yep. <laughs> Angelings, though, for sure. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yep. We all were right. Oh, and it was on the cover of the DVD. Yeah. Which I guess I might as well tell you all. I've never seen this movie before. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> God, Molly. <laughs> Unreal. When did you realize this? As soon as I saw the DVD cover. Uh, you were like, I oh, that's all I know about everything it. I knew. Oh, my God. And then I thought, well, maybe there'll be some part of this that I've seen before. And none of it was familiar. Oh, my God. So everything was a delightful surprise. Sure it was. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> I want to go check our record keeping to see <laughs> yeah, right? if you've seen Any half movie. or not half of the movies. <laughs> Seriously. Like, we're getting close, yeah. I think, where you, have, where you haven't seen most of we're the We're getting to the point where we may have to revise the premise of our show. 
<laughs> so far, it's just Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to start doing, like, have you seen this multiple times? <laughs> and that'll mean you saw it at least once. Right. <laughs> In 1996. Oh, so close. So none of us were right. Bummer. The Dans and Molly were each off by one year. Mm. Oh, Molly's unofficial (laughs) bet. How was she off by one year? Still really far off. (laughs) Unofficially. Yeah. 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 It came out before Titanic. It did. Which is, Mm -hmm. that's what threw me off, I think. Pre-T. Yeah, Yeah. pre-T. And I need to go look if this was like the biggest break. Was this his first like a Leo movie? Oh, but like pre-T Leo movie? Yeah, I know he had stuff before. Yeah, I don't know. No, he's in What's Eating Gilbert Grape in Basketball Diaries. Okay. Mm-hmm. And... He I wasn't was... the biggest name in Gilbert Grape, right? Wasn't no, it? it was Jotten Depp. Yeah, right? Yeah. But his performance... Wasn't he win an Oscar or get nominated or something? He, he got he a lot of... one, for sure, because yeah. he just won his finally. Right. Finally. Oh. We're all so relieved. Yes. <laughs> we're all so relieved that this incredibly rich white man finally got a arbitrary acknowledgement of his talent for getting attacked by a bear for 20 minutes yeah. and being less interesting than Tom Hardy's character in that movie. I'll stop. I didn't see it. I generally really like Leo. I do too. As an actor. I do too. But I don't really care about statues. No. Uh, I don't know, actually. I like based on my own memory of like that era of my life. I feel like this is when every girl my age was just like, "Oh my god, Leonardo DiCaprio is so hot." It was from this movie, sure. And then it and got beaches. like ramped up doubly by beaches. Pre- beaches. No, sorry, later. not beaches. That's Ben Midler. The, I mean, beach. the beach. The beach. <laughs> Which I don't want to brag, but I've been to the beach. Oh, like what? the beach the from beach, the beach. beach yeah, oh, it's in wow. Thailand. Thailand. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's a pretty nice beach. Okay. <laughs> The first movie he was in was called Poison Ivy. Oh, yeah. It's a Batman. Teen movie. Yeah. yeah. No, teen. Uh, Drew Barrymore is the star of that film. Oh, mm. and what's her name is in it with the dark hair and was on TV? Yep. Yeah. yeah. That one. Sarah <laughs> that Gilbert. one person. Then there's a bunch of movies that I don't recognize, okay. but oh, This Boy's Life, mm-hmm. Total Eclipse, mm-hmm. Marvin's Room, and then Romeo plus, plus Juliet. Then um, what? I'm saying this Titanic. is... Titanic. This is his break Keep into going. Celebrity. Drama. The Man in the Iron Mask. The Saw Beach. It. Catch Saw Me If it. You Can. Saw it. Gangs of New York. <laughs> Saw it. The Aviator. Yep. Blood Diamond. Yep. The Departed. Yep. Body of Lies. No. Oh, okay. The streak is 2008. Broken. Ooh, that was the year <laughs> that you gave up on Leo. It's like, Blood Diamond. Nah. <laughs> terrible. Was it terrible? No, I think it was pretty good. All right. <laughs> but wait, he's not even listed as... <sighs> Wasn't he in What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah. Why isn't that on this list? Well, well that's a bad at. list. This is a list from, um, I don't know if it said Martin Scorsese. That's not who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Leonard Malton. Oh, maybe uh-huh. he didn't like What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe zero stars from Leonard Malton. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, that's probably not true. Check out the newsletter for the correct list of Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio movies. Oh, while we're making corrections, you guys... I was so wrong about salad days. Oh, no. Oh, no. But it is... Are we uh, in our salad days? No, we are beyond our... Actually, Beth might be in her salad, salad days. days. What is it? I thought mean? we were talking about the <laughs> podcast, yeah, Is the podcast, is the podcast the salad, salad, salad days? Oh, possibly. Okay. Well, here. I'll read this, All and right. then you, you We'll decide me. if you just insulted Beth. My hope is that <laughs> yeah. our salad days are still ahead, but... Oh. 
Oh. Um, salad days is a Shakespearean idiomatic oh, expression what? to refer to a youthful time accompanied by the inexperience, enthusiasm, idealism, innocence, or indiscretion that one associates with a young person. Mm, I'm not in my salad days. I'm in like old lady days. <laughs> I think you might actually get younger as you get older. Me? Yes. Yeah, Benjamin Button. Oh, Ooh, yeah. 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 Could be. But for responsibility? <laughs> yeah. <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> ten years I'm going to be buying a boat. Yep. Yeah. Ten years from now you're going to be like surfing and doing bank heists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be awesome. Skydiving. Nope. Yeah. But I, you know, in this context, though, I feel like maybe we dropped out of our salad days the day that we watched Freaky Friday. <laughs> Like, I feel like that moment when I realized we weren't watching The Parent Trap. Is when the podcast. When the whole podcast, I feel like our our best days were behind us. Jeez. We really (laughs) lost our innocence. You don't have to say best days. Just like innocent, youthful, now we're wise and full of insightful commentary. Yeah. Where we yell at each other for feelings. (laughs) 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 Oh, no. But hey, how nice of us to come up with a Shakespearean idiom. Yeah, good job, guys. Good job, us. And good job, this soundtrack. (laughs) Speaking of the next bet on the list. That was good. (laughs) Nailed it. Yep. That there was a soundtrack. That there was a poppin' soundtrack. Oh, sure. Uh, that was real poppin'. And that there was was Radiohead in it. Yeah, there was totally Radiohead. Molly, you had a very specific one. Oh, could not have been more wrong. Thin Air was in the opening credits. Oh, not even close. No, but there was uh, Radiohead over the closing credits. Indeed. That's something. Well, Mm -hmm. I guess it's because when I watched it, that's when I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that must be it. (laughs) Uh, No animated opening. Yeah, and le- I mean that TV is sort of animated, I but guess. that doesn't count. Yeah. So no spirit and no blood. fingers. There were no spirit fingers, but there was someone from Bring It On, <laughs> oh, where they talk point. about spirit fingers. Sure. So I'm pretty sure he does spirit fingers at one point in the film. Probably he does not. He just mopes with his cow face. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. He had a cow face. He yeah. just sort of like stared with his mouth open. Yeah. Like it was like his stage direction in the Shakespeare Folio is just like Bartholomew stares dumbly for the next <laughs> several minutes. Yeah, he's my uh-huh. LVP of this movie. Whoa. Probably. I haven't thought wow. it through. Now I'm going with my gut. He's my yeah, least valuable I say player. go for it. He both, A, the character ruins everything by Definitely. seeing the funeral and then like running back yep. and telling Leo about it. Yep. And he just sucks. Yeah. Although that was a combination of like both of their failings where like sure. Leo could He should have checked his goddamn mail. At some point, look oh, at the man. freaking mail notice. Or past the post office guy. Well, and I also, if he was so obsessed with like, where are the letters from the priest? Like, freaking go to the... Like, go over there. Just be like, hey, did I get anything? Right? <laughs> like, don't just mope at your freaking trailer hitting rocks. I feel like that's a metaphor for celebrity. Oh. Don't just mope in your trailer. Yeah. You think Leo mopes? I, I mean... I guess there's that famous picture on the internet where Leonardo's, like, happily walking somewhere. <laughs> so maybe he doesn't mope in the trailer. No. That's Keanu who mopes. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, he has such a big heart. Yeah, he does. He's way better than that douche DiCaprio, apparently. <laughs> In real life. It was just entouraging around. Just entouraging around. Well, Keanu sits quietly and gives money to charity or whatever. Yeah, and his dying sister. Oh, oh. Jesus. 
Anyway, Keanu should have been in this. Ooh, who would he play? <laughs> oh, he would have played uh, Bartholomew. He probably would have, actually. He would have killed, killed it. Killed oh, it. Man. Yeah. Oh, man. That would have made this movie Yeah, that would have been amazing. amazing. Keanu. I saw her lie there, or whatever he says. <laughs> he was in a Shakespeare movie, though, and he was, yeah, he was. weak. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. I believe that. He was supposed to be, like, the bad guy, too. Oh, boy. He's not great at bad guys. That was a Branagh joint, too. I Which saw him one? in that one where he was like a serial killer or something. Huh? Keanu? <laughs> that was like a Scooby-Doo. <laughs> 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 he was like a serial killer, I think. What are you talking about? And he was like about? in an abandoned building. I don't know. Wait, is this um, 16 Blocks? <laughs> no, is he even no. in there? <laughs> no. isn't, that the, isn't that most deaf in Bruce Willis? <laughs> yes. Which one building. did you confuse with Keanu Reeves? <laughs> some building. The, uh, oh, sure. Beach House. That's the one where he sends letters. To yeah, the lake, oh, house. Speed three. the lake House. Or Speed 3. Speed 3. Speed 3, yeah. colon, the Lake House. Yeah. Because the house is going so fast it travels through time. Oh, okay. And yeah. that's... Okay, got it. It's yeah. looping around? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Anyway, he wasn't great in that. <laughs> <laughs> and he was not in this movie. Right. Do you want my list of MVPs? I made a whole list oh, of yeah. MVPs. Oh, yeah. If we're talking MVPs... Oh. As long as post haste, the post haste mailman is on there. Uh, the post haste phone operator. Oh sure, yeah, <laughs> she crushed it. Yeah, all right, I'll run down the list. Okay, number one, Johnny likes popping that top off. Yeah, hands down, <laughs> MVP, like capital M, most valuable player. Number two, Paul Rudd, loving balloons at that party. Yeah, so he also good. killed it in multiple the, cuts to him loving balloons in the church when he's talking to the priest yeah. and leaves. He just sort of like. Does like a smirk that oh, like yeah. does not belong in this movie yeah. in any way. Ooh, and then there was that point where when the priest is having this dramatic soliloquy about like what we're gonna do to solve this problem, and they talk about Paul's character, they pick like that footage of him just being like, "Hey, it's me, your buddy Paul Rudd." Uh, it does just look like a shot that they had taken from like some. Like a different like, movie. Yeah, like a different movie. Like some like rom com right? that he's been in. Oh, so good. Where it's like starring Paul Rudd. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah it's like a sitcom opening. Yeah. yeah. Oh, except there's a creepy dramatic priest with tattoos talking about yeah. that. Yeah. And how do you know that he had tattoos? Uh, because his shirt was translucent for like half the movie. Yeah. And he had a full back cross tattoo. Yeah. Just so we were clear, yeah. this is the priest. This is yes. the priest. Uh, okay. MVP number three. Uh, when Rolio and Juliet are going in and out of the elevator and kissing, which, to I believe Molly's credit, they were pretty good at. <laughs> like, the actors, uh, I even wrote that down, Romeo plus Juliet equals good kissing. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah. Uh, but when the nurse finally tracks her down and opens the, the elevator open, she gives this amazing, like, look up and down of Rolio. I'm just oh, yeah. like, you're not shit. And it is so good. Yeah. Like, the nurse was... She good. Was really she good. was great. Except her weird Hispanic accent. Her but I think that's... and uh, Juliet's dad. Yeah. yeah. Both had troubling Hispanic accents. I think that was kind of intentional, though. Because it was supposed to be like a Latin gang? Yeah. Because, like, you think about it, like, Johnny Legs was, like, the head of the gang or whatever. Yeah. And he had, but, like, like, he had less of an accent. That's true. And that dude's, like, legit. He's a Latino yeah. dude. Well, if I remember correctly, the nurse does have, I don't know what type of accent, but she does have an accent. Like, she, her like in speech. in life? Yeah, her speech is not um, as, like, I don't know how to phrase that. Like, as, uh, I mean, because she's a, she's not 
part of the family. She's like oh, in like the, a lower class. Yeah, yeah. she's in a lower yeah. class. So she her her speech isn't as like eloquent. That's I true. guess. Mm-hmm. Sure. Although Paul, Paul Sorvino's character also had a very thick accent. Although he was drunk for most of the movie too. Was that Juliet's dad? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like his either. You guys, what I wrote down was Nurse plus Juliet because I wish that had been this movie. (laughs) They had a nice dynamic. They had had such a sweet dynamic. And the massage scene, which of course we were all extra tuned into because of we were all picturing Beth trying to do this scene. Crouching behind a chair, (laughs) massaging her fellow student with a bag of groceries. (laughs) (laughs) There was something really sweet and natural about the way they interacted and Claire Danes climbing behind her on the back it was just nice it was was a really sweet scene I agree and I really believed in that moment when Juliet is pressing and the nurse is leaving and Juliet's what word from Romeo she's really like no seriously and the nurse pauses because you just sort of feel in that moment that this is her one chance of averting disaster is if she just lies to her or doesn't pass on the message that Juliet will be alive and married to Paul Rudd, which I just want to add, <laughs> I really appreciated Beth during the movie. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> Poor, I don't know. I don't want to rush to the end. No, it's okay fine. We, so um, there's a, a tragic series of events which we should go over because we definitely got that wrong in the beginning. <laughs> um, but there's this wonderful moment where Juliet has come to and realized uh, what that Romeo has taken poison and the tragedy of it all is sinking in. And as she's looking for a weapon to kill herself, Beth says, how about Paul Rudd? Still got (laughs) Paul Rudd. Still got Paul Rudd. Which, you know, that's true. Yeah. And maybe Paul Rudd was really lousy at this because, honestly, I was like, you know, he's not so bad. He was dressed like he was going to prom. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that massive like, hey, like The biggest bouquet you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, he was, like was a in a different movie. It was amazing. <laughs> he was in a different movie. <laughs> it was an entirely different movie. I, that had to been on purpose, though, right? I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, right. last MVP. Oh. Security guard during the pool scene, oh, right? Yeah. Where, like, they're smooching and talking and everything's great. And then the security guy comes out they hide in the pool. There's this moment where, like, Juliet's like, I'm just in the pool. And the security <laughs> guy does, like, a little smile back. And I swear to God, check the tape. I swear to God, Boslerman ruined that take by cutting away just as the guard was forming a finger gun. I swear to God his hand was going up for a little finger gun. Like, hey... Back at you. If you're Enjoy that, your pool. If you're that actor, tweet at us. <laughs> oh, yes, please. Hashtag cut that finger gun. Because, <laughs> like, that was his scene. Well, yes, so you know he remembers. Yeah. yeah. That was, like, his big scene. Like, he's probably drunk at a bar right now. Like, I could have been huge <laughs> if Lerman hadn't cut that finger gun. I'm the finger gun guard. But <laughs> I had my own spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> the spinoff um, from Romeo plus Juliet. Yeah. Finger gun guy. Finger gun guy. Driving a car, jumping across things. <laughs> I'd watch it. I would yeah. totally watch that. Um, That's I, all. I had some MVPs, but can I add them? Yes, please. Yeah. That was great. But um, there's like a really long monologue from uh, the priest. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he's describing this poison that he's making from a plant. Mm-hmm. And the whole time there are these two oh, small yeah. boys listening to him. And I just can't help but 
think how terrified they are that this like adult man is telling them about how he can make stuff into poison. And then as he leaves, or as they, sorry, Romeo gets there, and the two little boys leave, and their only line is, like, Moro, Romeo. And it just sounds so unnatural, because they're, like, tiny children. Yeah, like, just Uh, mumbling through it. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like they are not in the play. And they just like, yeah, they're just like they want they wanted someone him for the priest to be talking to instead of just the air about poison. Yeah, yeah. a lot of the like, oh, we'll put some fucking students in here. A lot of the asides in this movie were like weirdly like I know there's nothing you can do about it because like they're all literally asides. Like it's the whole point is you speak directly to the audience. But like there were some weird choices like in the pool where like they, Juliet and Leonardo were just like basically whispering to themselves, <laughs> and it became this like creepy stalker scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is real close to her. So right. creepy. Like, and they could have made her farther away, right? Yeah. Well, because in the even in the like even in the play hundreds of years ago, when the stage probably wasn't even that big, the whole idea was that they were like a different floors of the house, yeah, yeah. and couldn't really hear each other. Yeah, and he's like hiding yeah. in the in a. But then they bush couldn't fall in the pool. I get it. That was completely set up to fall oh, in the pool. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the whole movie was set up for them to fall in the pool. <laughs> yeah, we know that because they. When they had the flashback montage after they died, they had a freeze frame of them <laughs> kissing underneath oh, the water of the pool. Oh, I forgot that. About I that. would have accepted as an ending. Yeah. I thought that was the ending. Yeah. I'm sorry. Were there more MVPs? Uh, no, it was just those two tiny boys. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I apologize for not adding them to my list initially. They were good. The other one I'd add is the um, head choir boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who crushes uh, that Prince song about yeah. Dove's Crying. Yeah. Uh, and but, and also looks super bored. <laughs> yes, oh, so like, bored. His eyes are, like, rolling back in his head. He's, like, going to fall asleep. Maybe that was, like, so the good. 20th take. Yeah. yeah. And, like, like oh, Lerman just wouldn't let him go. Like, we got to nail this. Ronald, let's say his name is. That was a good name. Uh, I think it passed the Bechdel test. I think so. I think there was some uh, mother-daughter. Yeah. They were, they were all about Romeo, though. There was some, like, there was some in the middle. I I don't remember what they were, but I feel like there was some. Well, I guess that's true. She did say at one point, good night. And then uh, Juliet says, who knows if I, when we shall ever see each other again yeah. or something. Something yeah. really cryptic and dark. And her mom's like, good night. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, there there wasn't much of a relationship outside of mm. the men. Yeah. Uh, but it, you know, the paltry test, it passed. Yes. Yeah. So good job, Shakespeare. Good yes. job, Shakespeare. Wow. Look how far we've come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Boy. Yeah, because uh, Leo's got some just like bro talk that happens. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Juliet never gets gal chat. I mean, her only friend seems to be that nurse. Yeah. Right? He's just named the nurse. Yeah. No, not yeah, just nurse. Yeah, nurse. Yeah, the nurse. I think on IMDb. Yes, at least in the film, credited as the nurse. Yeah, she's mm. the most important nurse. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> nurse. The bro talk was actually very irritating because, like, they were clearly trying to make it actually like exuberant bros in contemporary yeah. times, but they're still saying actual dialogue. So my brain was sort of like, is this important? Do I need to try to like interpret all this weird brain from the four character actors in the car? Yeah, any of the car stuff was really uh, hard to follow. Mm-hmm. It felt like um, 
you know, when you're watching a comedy or something, or no, when you're watching a drama and people are supposed to be laughing heartily at a shared joke, and you're just like... Like the characters are Yeah, the characters laugh. are, and you're just like, I don't buy it. Yeah. That's how I felt about the exuberance in the car stuff. But I have to say, that shootout where uh, Mercutio dies, mm-hmm. yeah? Oh, that was great. That was actually really cool, I thought. Oh, that reminded yeah. me of another MVP. Mm-hmm. Of like... Uh, Johnny Legg's sidekick who's like literally <laughs> only yeah. only moment in the movie is dramatically taking <laughs> <laughs> like ta- like unloading uh, Johnny Legg's gun and very intensely thumbing the bullets out of the cartridge while having a very intense look <laughs> on his face. Yeah. It almost seemed like he thought he was shooting the other people right, like, by uh, just thumbing uh, bullets. Wasn't uh, that like the flip? insult too was thumbing your... Oh, sure. You bite your bite thumb. Your bite thumb. It was like he was you biting his thumb. that's the gun equivalent thumb. of yeah. biting your thumb? I thumb my bullets at, at you, you, sir. Yes. yes. But it was fantastic. Because, like, yeah. So intense. Oh. Just the reach for pulling the gun out of the holster. Yeah. Oh, alone. yeah. Their whole look. Like, the, uh, Johnny Legs and his two cronies. Like, they were, like, the best just tableau of characters. Because <laughs> they always looked like a... They always were dressed and moved like uh, a band of like mariachi dancers slash hitmen. You know what I mean? Like they all had very tight pants, yeah. elegant jackets, and even had this like very poised way of carrying themselves and removing guns from holsters. <laughs> yeah, one of them had a deep red vest on. Yeah, it was very classy. The other one had a shirt that was completely open in the back. Yep, <laughs> show off a tattoo. Who knows? Maybe of the Virgin Mary? I just assume every tattoo was the Virgin Mary. <laughs> a lot of shots of Mary statues. Yeah. yeah. Also. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Religion? Yeah, there's a lot of religion happening. Yeah. 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 Sort of. Catholicism got hit hard, sort of. Right. never really talked about it because mm-hmm. he didn't write the script. <laughs> uh, but shown a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Uh, we got the last names right. My contrary embed of swapping them didn't pan out. It is mm. Juliet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Romeo. Montague. Montague. And we know that for sure because her name was embroidered on all of the pillows mm-hmm. on her death bed. Ed? Yeah, <laughs> it guess. was her death bed. Or her... Candle pile. Eventually it was her death pile. bed. Yeah. There were a lot of candles. <laughs> under fire hazards. Yes. Death bed, it was her... Well... It was because she killed herself there. That's true. Uh, but it wasn't intended to be her deathbed. Right. That's true. It was intended to be a smooch bed. Oh. Yeah. I assume. Um, I thought we got the the series of death events right. You had said we didn't. What did you think we got wrong? Um, so it was fake poison. Real lips, poison. Real poison. Yeah, you're right. Did you think the lips would actually kill her? Like the kissing? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. I just couldn't remember the order. So it was fake poison, yep, real, real poison, poison, kiss, uh, dagger in the play, or in this case, just shooting just yourself in the head. head. Yep. Don't you think it would have been more romantic if she did kiss him and there's still poison on his lips? Yes, but he was, he, he, yes. But not as But tragic. not enough. It's not as tragic. I guess yeah, then she has to, like, do... Willfully. Yeah. Like, I feel like either way she's... Okay, whatever. Go back I to mean, Shakespeare, Shakespeare times, <laughs> and you give him a piece of your mind. <laughs> I will. I will. Uh, Dan, you bet that this story sucks. 
think you got that right. <laughs> I think it was. Uh, I think, but I think what you were trying to say was like it's a real bummer, right? Uh, or more than that. I just don't like this play very much. Hmm. Like I thought they did a good job with like the actual, uh, like the actual like motivations of the characters and stuff. Like I thought it was well done. Like I believed Claire Danes and. Leo and they mostly when they were sad. I guess when they were happy too, it was pretty good. But like that last chunk where they were all dying around each other, they did a really good job. They thought it was really well acted. Uh, I just don't really like the play that much, and I don't get why it's like so lauded compared to some of the other plays that Shakespeare wrote. Yeah. Is it just because we all know it? I think it's part of it, yeah. And the reason we all know it is because it's supposed to be the most relatable? I guess. I think that's what bothers me is that it's like, it's the great, people like point to it as like the greatest love story in Western literature. And it's like, meh. Not really. It's just two dumb kids being, It's know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very frustrating. The whole story is very <laughs> frustrating because there's so many, I mean, they can't help that their families are right. the way that they monsters, are. Yeah. yeah, their families are monsters, but it's like... There's so many possibilities where things could go right, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't. And it's like, and once you know that it's not going to go right, every single time it's not going to go right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, sure. I know that they're both going to die, and now it's it's just a bummer. I know that I'm going to be bummed out. I think I just had to read it critically too many times over the course of my education, <laughs> where, like, at no point could I just, like... You know, I couldn't, I wouldn't, I've never experienced the story as just like, if I had just watched that movie and that was like the first time I'd ever heard the story. Yeah. Like, like Molly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where clearly like it's a big hit when you see it fresh yeah. with fresh eyes. Yeah. I think it's, it's really um, more of a tragedy than a love story. Yeah. You know? For sure. So to call it the greatest love story. Right. It's a gross so, misinterpretation. Yeah. Although so. I am still convinced that during Shakespeare's time, this was presented as a comedy. Of like, look at these dumb people. Yes. Just trying hard. <laughs> but that's most of his comedies, too, yeah, so. There wasn't, I mean, there was Oh, really, no that's all of his plays. Cross-dressing. Oh, there was cross-dressing in the movie. Yes. Yeah. Mistaken identities. Kind of. A little bit. Like, mistaken for a corpse. When well, at the beginning, Jesse... they didn't know that they were. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, family enemies. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. I guess... I don't buy it. The other thing, okay, all right. Fine. <laughs> fine. I'll... T- I'll, I'll, uh, I'll... I won't fall on my sword. Ah. Uh, for that one. Let Jaquette believe that this story has been touching hearts for hundreds of years. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It probably has been. Yeah. Yeah. Just not between the ages of eight and... <laughs> I will say, when I watched this in high school, I probably cried. I probably had tears in my eyes when I watched yeah. it. Yeah. But... Now I was just mad at how flashy it was. <laughs> it's pretty flashy. <laughs> Should we have watched days. the old one from the seventies? Yeah, that oh, would no, that would have been the worst. Oh, you're right. I think that what I want is like a combination. It was like too much flashiness. Uh-huh. But if there's something that was like not so, I think it was just like the style of it I didn't like. But mm-hmm. I do like the whole idea of bringing it into a modern time. I liked the uh, like use of. I don't. I like the modern. I like the modernness of it. I just mm. didn't like how like I just didn't like how it was edited and the music and all that. It's a little stuff. exhausting. To yeah, watch. it was like yeah. It's yeah, like the first half more than the second half. I think like there's just like people are yelling and running around. Yeah, and cutting the cutting. cameras cutting like yeah, outside. fast but also like 
a little sloppily. Yeah. Like it felt mm-hmm. like it wasn't as clean as it needed to be for so many fast cuts. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And then, especially in that gas station fight scene, it was like a little too goofy. Yeah. They kept shooting that That's one totally sign and having it spin around. I was like, these people are trying to kill each other yeah. because mm-hmm. it's a gang warfare. Yeah. I felt like it was taking away from the words. And like for Shakespeare, the words are very important. Yeah. It was weird how all of the Montague boys were just like clowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though, yeah, it was like the first ex- the first scene we have of like this long running gang war. Like, but all the Monty boys were clowns fighting the like mariachi death squad. <laughs> yeah. and it was just a weird balance of yeah. characters. Yeah. Well, yeah, getting hit on the head with a purse. Although then I was like, what happened to that purse lady? They were I, fine, right? Well, the whole she gas station died. goes oh, up right. in flames. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's why the I guess why the chief of police was so mad. Like things keep blowing up and people are getting hurt because you're dumb. Yeah, Yeah. he was real mad, but also kind of didn't do much about it. Yeah, you know, real slap on the wrist for like another (laughs) gunfight and a gas station exploding. Like, hey, hey, you families, cut it out. Yeah, right. Well, I guess that reflects how things were, right? Yeah, because they probably run the police. They basically own the city. Yeah. But that was well done. That character is one of my favorites. The, the police, police guy? chief, yeah. yeah, he was awesome. He yelled a lot, though. He, he did. did. Yell a lot. But he yelled a lot in ways that I could both understand and that sounded fancy. So you felt <laughs> his yelling was more justified <laughs> than some of the other yelling. Yes, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I guess there were just certain moments in the movie where I felt like the director was just unhappy with the level of tension and so it would just ratchet up more screaming yeah more music I agree with that and there were just it just it was a little overwhelming I think that's always a problem with especially filming Shakespeare where it's just like you have to decide what to do with all these crazy words Mm -hmm. and it's a lot easier to just like when you're doing a play version like you can just kind of like just keep talking and do whatever you know like just do this and people will be fine because it'll just keep going. With, like, movies, you have to suddenly, it's like, oh, now we're going to, he's going to mope and smoke a cigarette for ten minutes. <laughs> and then suddenly Mercutio has to do his whole thing. So it's yeah. this weird thing where he's just like, oh, well, Jesus Christ, he's got to talk for how many more minutes? <laughs> so I sometimes, like, the choices people make are very, or you can do, like, Branagh style and just have Keanu Reeves awkwardly mash through. <laughs> Listen, I just want to put out there, and I feel like more people should try this, is just end Shakespeare early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that opens up a world of like, creative not even, possibilities. Not even, like, pare it down by selectively taking out language, like, actually just cutting just it off actually picking early. a different place to end the movie. <laughs> it would be totally different. Okay. But you still have all that richness. So let's run down the list. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet get married. Macbeth is king of Scotland. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What else happens? <laughs> I'm trying to think of where you could even end some of the other ones. Uh, let's see. Midsummer Night's Dream. You could have... Uh, I mean, if you end that early, it's actually kind of terrifying. It's like a horror movie. <laughs> Yeah, right? Like, oh my god, I've been transformed into a monster and I'm lost in this terrifying <laughs> woods full of monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That would be... Or, oh my god, this dude has been hypnotized into essentially sexually assaulting me. The end. <laughs> That's that basically what you get if you end Midsummer Night's Dream early. Just throwing right. that out there. Alright, fine. Not that one. How shall I love thee? Let uh, me count. How about Taming of the Shrew? Well, sure. I mean, Maybe she just tells him off at the fountain and the movie should, ends. Yeah, that That'd should... be great. Yeah, Taming of the Shrew should end in, like, the first act. <laughs> just being like, fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, that reminds me 
reminds us of a, a African Queen episode. If yeah. you like talk of ending movies early, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I believe we had a. If we ended the movie now, it's the most depressing movie of all time. Oh, it would have been so dark. <laughs> and they're just like stuck in the leech field, yeah. and then you pan up and you see that they're almost there, but that's the end of the movie. Right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, Okay, what if you were to transplant the end of a different movie? Okay. So, like, for this one, we could have cut it at a certain point. Let's say after Romeo and Juliet get, Juliet get married. Yeah. yeah. And then maybe you just bring in some scenes from Clueless. Or uh, bring it on or something, you know? So you want to do, like, a mashup of movies, but pretend just, it's the same movie? You would just pick ones maybe with Paul Rudd, for example. So, so you're saying... a continuing line. <laughs> okay, I see. So, like, Paul they get Rudd married. Paul flowers. Rudd travels through time. And that's why he's still so beautiful and yeah. so young. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. I think it's... You know what? I mean, it's still in a rough phase, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I'm just pitching this for the first time. What if we did it with Leo? That'd be terrifying. Ooh. He's telling this beautiful... Like, he's this beautiful young man who gets married. Oh, and then cut to, like, the middle of Wolf of Wall Street, where he's all fucked up <laughs> on Quaaludes, and his marriage is falling apart, and he's destroying America with his greed. Well, maybe that's what would have happened turn. if the... Uh, I keep wanting to say Romulans. I know that's not right. <laughs> no, I'm sure that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's right. But, uh, you know, if the family... If the Montagues and the Capulets weren't at war. Maybe yeah. that would be exactly what would have happened, because he was just a rich, oh, proud kid. He would have just destroyed the American middle class. Yes. Yeah. He would have merged the two companies <laughs> yeah. and form a monopoly over whatever products they sell. Exactly. Yeah. I'd assume they're pharmaceuticals, right? right? Sure. Why not? Probably poisons. Everything's drugs, it seemed like. But that's the... The poisons from the priests are just this little... Ooh, I bet they are the weapons manufacturers then. The church manufactures the drugs. Yeah. The families manufacture the guns. Oh, symbolism. Mm. Religion is just the opiate of the masses. Yes. Remember? Karl Marx. When, uh... What's what's the guy's name? You sure it wasn't Mark Twain? I was going to say, what's the guy's name? Okay, the only word that's coming to my head is marsupial. Yep. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. Remember when he has that little like tablet of ecstasy or yeah, whatever yeah, it yeah. is? What if that was like a love potion? Okay. And oh. he gives that to Romeo, and then the first girl that he sees is Juliet. So it's not even real love; it's like a fake drug love. Oh, shit. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. And then Kevin comes downstairs, and it turns out he really died over Christmas. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Emerging I, conspiracy I theories. was trying to... Th- in my head, I was like, which Paul Rudd character's named Kevin? <laughs> and then Rolio is the old man spreading salt on the people's yes. streets. <laughs> I was oh, happy once. Oh, <gasps> <Juliet>. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> how... Okay. Wh- how nuts would it be... If that movie, if this movie ended with, like, then Romeo waking up and the priest coming in, it's like, surprise, the poison was fake. Oh, no. <laughs> For which one? For Rolio. Oh, his poison was and fake, And that's too. why he could be the old man in Home Alone. Oh, because his wife oh. shot him. Yeah. Oh. And that's why it was hard for him to go to church in Home Alone. Don't oh. do drugs. Because the priest betrayed him, sort of. Well, he didn't get the letter. He got the poison from the... Drug dealer, though. Can we take a moment to appreciate how dramatically shot the priest going to essentially FedEx was? <laughs> like, it was like quick cuts of him having like an administrative argument yeah. with the post haste people, cutting to like police helicopters flying around the city chasing Romeo. Yeah, Cut back some, to like, him filling out a form. <laughs> yeah, like Darren Aronofsky style, like closing the envelope and sealing it. <laughs> 
Yeah. That might have been my most favorite part of the movie. Yeah. yeah. That was great. Because that just came out of nowhere. Yeah, that scene felt very uh, oh, boy. frenetic. Yeah. Where it, like, it just like he's on the phone saying his line about how important it was. Yes. Oh, that was really good for him. Well, just him like complaining about the <laughs> <Yeah>. customer service. <laughs> Except with Shakespeare. And it sounds verse. like the most passive aggressive way to say like that package really needed to get there on time. <laughs> Really needed to get that install in. <laughs> Those trailer. Yeah, exactly. If he had only been able to get his broadband service in that trailer, he could have just shot him an email. Yeah. Could have just gotten, t- if they had text messages. Right. It all could have been resolved. If Jesse had just gotten a go phone oh, before driving off to the desert. Yeah, just pick up a couple burners. <laughs> Jesus. Do you think he's Jesse from Breaking Bad? Yes. Oh. Yeah. They do have the same, they have the General. dusty truck mm-hmm. driving out into Dustland. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Dust truck. Dust truck. <laughs> Molly, you gave this, oh, uh, before we do ratings, we usually read oh, a review of our podcast in the impression of a character from the movie, but there are no new reviews of our podcast, mm. so listeners... No Shakespeare talk for you. Yep. Yeah. Too bad. It's going to be great. We, we have... We have been so many times. Oh, man. <laughs> I could have used so many of my credits over my education. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So maybe uh, Think about get it. on the old iTunes. Yep. <laughs> the old Type iTunes. up a review. Uh-huh. And send it. Slap on a fiver. Or Stitcher and tweet at us yes. that you did that. Or go to Post Haste. Post Haste. Fill out a form. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dramatically, Please turn that far. Send us a letter. Yeah. yeah. Do we ever check our PO box? Ooh. Send us a letter. You'll know the address if you subscribe to our newsletter. <laughs> yeah, segues. I would actually love it if someone sent us a real letter. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I would read that. Me too. I would correspond once. I am definitely going to double check we still have that post office box. <laughs> 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 is that what P.O. Box stands for? Yeah. I suppose. Just put that together. Oh. Post Not Post Haste. Or Poop Operation. Poop Operation Box. <laughs> yep. 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 That's what it was. That's probably what it's filled with. Yep. Anyway, Molly, you gave it two soundtracks. Yep. Mm, I think it deserves more than two. Okay. Oh. I mean, this is the problem. I actually, if I were sitting by myself watching that movie, I would not have made it past the point where I took out my phone, which was about... 30 minutes in? You would have just turned it off. I, I would have just switched. I would have been like, oh, Paul Rudd, I want to watch a different movie of yours. Yeah. Honestly. So, um, but then with you guys, it was just so fun. And then talking about <coughs> it now, I'm already getting nostalgic for this thing that I only moderately enjoyed. Yeah. So, I'm going to give it three soundtracks. Wow. Oh. Yeah. All right. But um, I'll probably change my mind by the time we get to the rest of the ratings, so let's find out. Okay. Cool. Tentative three. Tentative three. Dan, you gave it a three. Yes. So you would have room to go either way. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll stick to three. Because, like, <laughs> well, honestly, like, I feel, I really feel like most of my distaste comes from the source material rather than the movie itself. Mm. Like, I thought the movie had some interesting elements to it. There were some very pretty shots. There were some good performances. I just really don't give a shit about Romeo and Juliet, the story. Mm. I can't help it, you guys. That's fine. There are some better Shakespeare plays out there. That's all I'm saying. 
Check them out. They're free. Because <laughs> he's been dead for so long. Yeah. He is dead. I would have appreciated a story by William Shakespeare. Did he get credited? Uh, I, I mean, it was in the so. title. William Shakespeare's... Was it? Romeo and Juliet. Was he in the title? Yeah. Oh, I didn't oh, notice that. Never mind. But that wouldn't that be cute though if it said story by? Yeah, but what if they it were should. like, what if they did some Written research by. and were like, oh, maybe he didn't write this one. Oh, oh. this is when it, it broke the news. I don't know. There's a lot of dispute, disputation, dispute. <laughs> I think just dispute. Dispute. Words. There's a dispute. There is dispute. There is a dispute. I think. There, Tweet at us. Disputing. How that dispute? Yep. <laughs> Sorry, I stepped on your hashtag. No, you got it. That's fine. Anyway. Uh, Google it. Some people think that Shakespeare is a hack and didn't write any of them. Or at least didn't write, like, a good chunk of them. Hmm. That's all. We'll never know. No, we won't, because he's dead. Long dead. We might know. We might, I guess. (laughs) Ooh, maybe his bones are under a parking ramp, like Richard the whatever. Third. Third. What would fighting his bones do? Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe his bones, he's, like, carved in his bone, like, I'm a fraud. (laughs) (laughs) Or there's, like, a map. Oh, yeah. oh like tucked like into his the ribs. Code. What? The, the code? You know the you Da Vinci know. Code. Da Vinci Code. Thank <laughs> oh. you. Like oh. the code. People in the know just call it the code. <laughs> <laughs> Super fans call it the code. Oh my god! Did you read the code this summer? Yeah, it's so good. Tom that. Hanks is going to be in the movie. <laughs> Beth, you gave it a one, and you would for sure hate this movie. <laughs> but maybe you would get some joy from its ridiculousness. Yeah. Uh, I would say that's accurate. Okay. Um, I'm going to bump it up to two, though, nice. because there were elements that I did like. Uh, it was as it was half exhausting and half fun, mm-hmm. I thought. I mean, it's not really a fun story, but, like, some of the stuff is fun. But it definitely gets a full soundtrack just for Paul Rudd. Yeah. Uh, that made me, that brought me so much joy. Yeah. It yeah. just was so out of place. And I now, anytime I think of Paul Rudd, is going to be him waiting at the bottom of the station <laughs> <laughs> a giant bouquet of roses oh, so in a tuxedo. She's not coming down. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. All right, Dan. I gave it a four. This is your big an moment. Optimistic this four. This is your big moment. Let's hear it. Um, I think I would down that to a three. <laughs> I still I I enjoyed it overall. Yeah, it wasn't great, but I liked the story. Yeah, um, just accepted it as a tragedy. <laughs> and everybody did a good job, and I the style I liked what I thought the style was going for, but didn't quite make it there. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I needed to like t- just tighten up a little yep. bit, like cool the energy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Make the cuts a little cleaner. I would have been like, "Yeah, I'm on yeah. board with this." Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, so it just like didn't quite hit that mark. Agreed. Also get high, uh, get higher marks from me, but I did like it. Do you think that the reason, like some of the more stylistic, like editing elements, like action stuff, got half-assed was because they spent so much energy in shirt design? <laughs> yeah, it could be. Like, I mean, if you think about it. Like, if you think about it, in almost every character in this movie, at least every male character, like, at some point, the upper half of their body was bedecked in, like, a <laughs> gorgeous piece of clothing. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of Hawaiian shirts. A lot of, like... More, like, cool leather yeah. outfits. Or, like, the uh, Julia's dad's amazing smoking jacket that yeah. looked like some kind of crazy, like, 
water. I don't know. It almost looked like a kid had just like finger painted all over his jacket yeah. or something. And everybody had a unique costume at the masquerade. Indeed. Including Paul Rudd's astronaut costume. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> it should have won. If there was a costume award, he would have won. Because they'd be like, what is this strange thing? Yeah, so it, out it, of place. it felt really out of place, right? Even though this movie, like, presumably takes place in modern 1996-ish yeah. times, it yeah. still felt a little older. Yeah. yeah. Like, there weren't really phones. No one was calling it a phone. Yeah. Right. It was all classic cars. Yeah. That had been updated by having their grills covered. Yeah. So, for something to be so sciencey as an astronaut. I genuinely. Well, I he was supposed to be, like, an American hero, like, yeah. entrepreneur. Yeah, he was on Timely Magazine. He was the governor's son was his credit. Oh. There you go. Uh, but yeah, man of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly <laughs> think he was deliberately supposed to be like a completely different character in the movie. You know what yeah. I mean? Like from a different movie. Yeah. Because it was, was just like so on, like it was just so constant. Like it's one thing it was just Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd, but like the astronaut costume, the giant bouquet, <laughs> like that, like those sort of visual elements make me think that that was very intentional oh, yeah. of just like making him just this very, oh, I'm a Paul Rudd character, <laughs> while the while, while Leonardo DiCaprio is like whispering with his wet curtain hair in the corner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The hair, hair versus hair. It's not even. The Paul Rudd <clears throat> pompadour yeah. and the curtain hair? Yeah. You're saying curtain hair just wiped the floor curtain with Curtain hair did. And I just also want to add that Paul Rudd has always had great <laughs> Yeah, he looks the same because he's a time traveler. He yeah. is a time traveler. Or a vampire. Uh, either way. Yeah. I guess he's still traveling through time, but just more I mean, so. We're all traveling we through all? time. Right, yeah. but he's At traveling more so than others. Yeah. Yes. Because he's a vampire. He's a variable speed time traveler. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. What's up, Beth? <laughs> we tried to figure out. Did we just blow your minds that we're yeah. all time travelers? My, yeah. I'm moving forward in time. Yes. Yeah. Space time. What? Along with the other Romulans. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Thank you for listening to Totes Recall. New episodes drop on the 15th of every month. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Totes Recall Pod. Subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. It helps more people find the show. Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquette, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. For more information, check out noisepicnic.com slash totesrecall.